You're listening to the My 25 Podcast, keeping you up to date on the NCAA's college basketball rankings each week. Here's your host, David Payne. Hey everybody, you're listening to the My 25 Podcast. I'm David Payne. Thanks for tuning in. Each week, I'm looking at the AP Top 25 rankings for college basketball. There's a little bit of mix-up this week. A lot of the top teams lost one or two of their games this last week, which has been crazy. And also, the NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Committee gave us a sneak peek at its top 16 teams as of mid-February, and they seeded them as if the tournament was happening now. So we're going to take a look at both of those today. But before we get into that, big thanks to BYU-Idaho Radio for letting me record here and Dale Spaulding for the intro, plus Real Sport Media for hosting this podcast on their site, realsport101.com. Go check them out. They have updates on any sport that you like to follow, realsport101.com. So first, we're going to talk about the top 16 teams that were seeded and released on Sunday. This is the second year the committee has released these seeds a month early. I don't really like that they do this. I get why they do it. It helps teams kind of see where they stand and see what they need to do to improve or to kind of hold their spots in those top seeds. But a number of things could go wrong between now and the tournament. There's still a month before March Madness, and things are likely to change. Last year, all 16 teams except for one stayed within the top 16 a month after the seeds were released. The The numbers kind of moved around a little bit. So I imagine this year it'll be the same. The numbers will move around a little bit, but most likely these top 16 teams we will see in the number one, two, three, and four seeds in March Madness. And with all of that said, brackets are going to be released in less than a month, and I'm really excited about that. So on this episode, we'll briefly look at this week's top 25, but first let's look at the 16 teams that the committee selected. The overall number one seed went to Virginia, which is surprising to me. Villanova has been on the top of the AP Top 25 polls for weeks, and both Villanova and Virginia had losses this last week. I thought Villanova would take that number one spot, but the committee sees Virginia's loss as not as bad as Villanova's, which I kind of agree with. Villanova lost to St. John's, Virginia lost to Virginia Tech, and it was a closer game. Virginia did play well in that game, so they ended up getting that overall number one seed. Villanova did get the second number one seed, followed by Exhibit. Xavier and Purdue. I get why Xavier's there, but Purdue lost both of their games last week, so I'm surprised that they're still a number one seed instead of a number two or three seed. They lost to Ohio State and Michigan State, who were both ranked in the top 25 last week, so Purdue was given some credit there, but I can see the fourth number one seed changing in the next month if Purdue doesn't pick it up. The number two seeds in order are Auburn, Kansas, Duke, and Cincinnati. I don't have any problems with these rankings. These teams have had great seasons, and although they've had a few losses here and there, I think they're all fit for number two seeds. The number three seeds are Clemson, Texas Tech, Michigan State, and North Carolina. Again, no problems with the 9 through 12 teams here. I think that there could be some movements between the number two and number three seeded teams, depending on what happens this month, which could make the road a little easier for some teams and a little harder for others. So although these teams are seeing that they're seeded where they're at, they need to continue playing hard so that they can stay in a top seed. The number four seeds include Tennessee, Ohio State, Arizona, and Oklahoma. All four are great teams. They've had some hiccups here and there throughout the season, but I feel that they deserve a four seed. Now, when the committee chose these teams, they also put them in the brackets they would be playing in if the tournament were happening today. They look at a lot of things like the different conferences, geographical placement, and some other things to just ensure that the playing field is as even as possible. So I'll break down the regions. 
The South region will be played in Atlanta. Number one is Virginia. Number two is Cincinnati. Number three, Michigan State. And number four, Tennessee. The East region will be played in Boston. Is number one, Villanova. Number two, Duke. Number three, Texas Tech. And number four, Ohio State. The Midwest region is played in Omaha. Number one is Xavier. Number two, Auburn. Number three, Clemson. And number four, Oklahoma. And then finally, the West region will be played in Los Angeles. Has number one, Purdue. Number two, Kansas. Number three, North Carolina. And number four, Arizona. So I'll have the chance to see some of those games in the West region that'll be played in Boise. We'll see if it's still these same four teams or what teams will be in the West, and I'll get a chance to see those. I'm really excited there. I'm also pretty excited that my preseason Final Four teams are all within these top 16. I had Villanova, Duke, Michigan State, and Arizona. So that means out of these seedings, I ended up picking a number one team, a number two team, a number three team, and a number four team, any of which I still think could go on a run and win the entire tournament. Like I said, these numbers are subject to change. We'll see in a month from now what the committee decides, but for the most part, it'll look similar to this. Maybe teams will be slightly different and maybe playing in different places, but I'm really excited for March. We're only a month away. But let's go ahead and look at Week 15's Top 25. For the first time since 1982, Virginia is at the number one spot. Again, I talked about it earlier. I thought Villanova would stay at that number one spot because Villanova and Virginia both lost. I thought Virginia had their chance if they would have won, but lost. So I thought they'd stay at number two. But no, this week they're number one. At number two is actually Michigan State. They bumped up from number four last week to number two. They had a great week last week after beating Purdue. They have a 24-3 and record right now. And although they were high on everyone's radar at the beginning of the year, then they kind of fell off. I think they're back now. Now that March is approaching, they're going to be a top team. Number three is Villanova. They dropped from number one to number three after losing to St. John's. I'm really surprised with St. John's. They beat Duke earlier. Now they beat Villanova after having like an 11 game losing streak. Now they're beating top five, top 10 teams. They're doing some impressive things. This week, we'll see a glimpse of what could be the Big East Conference Championship when Villanova heads to Xavier to play them on Saturday. I'm really excited to watch that game. Xavier sits at number four on this list, so they bumped up one space, so they're right behind Villanova. Xavier's excited that Villanova lost, and it's going to be a battle for the Big East. Both of these teams, like we saw, are going to be number one or number two seeds in March, and definitely put that game on your calendar. At number five is the Cincinnati Bearcats. They jumped up one space as well from number six to number five. They have a 23-2 and record. They're leading the American Athletic Conference despite Wichita State in the preseason kind of being the front runner there. Cincinnati has played well on both offense and defense, and they're pretty high on this list in the top five. We'll see if they can continue the rest of the month to stay in the top five, and who knows, maybe they'll make a run in the tournament. At number six is Purdue. They dropped from number three after losing to Ohio State and Michigan State. Last week, Ohio State was ranked 14th and Michigan State was ranked fourth. So Purdue had the upper hand there and was upset by both of the underdogs. However, Ohio State and Michigan State are great teams. It was tough for Purdue. I think Purdue will be absolutely fine. They'll turn things around and they'll be within the top five at the end of the month. At number seven is Texas Tech. They're sitting still at that number seven spot. They're 21 and four right now. They're leading the Big 12. Kansas is kind of on their tail, but as long as Texas Tech keeps winning, we'll probably see them in the Big 12 championship. 
At number eight is Ohio State. They had a huge jump from number 14 to number eight this week after beating Purdue. They have a 22-5 and record and are right there with Michigan State and Purdue for the Big Ten. That's a conference I didn't expect to have so much competition, but here we are in the middle of February and three Big Ten teams are in the top ten. At number nine is Gonzaga. I've been hard on Gonzaga. I thought for sure St. Mary's would beat them this last week, but Gonzaga pulled it out. They jumped from number 12 to number nine this week. They have a 23-4 and record. They'll still have to play BYU in Provo for their very last game of the season, which is always tough. I'm hoping to be there for that game. But if Gonzaga wins the West Coast Conference, they'll probably get a five or six seed in the tournament, and we'll see how far Mark Few can take them. Rounding off the top 10 is Auburn. They dropped from number 8 last week to number 10 this week, but they're still seated in the top 16 teams. They've been playing better than I've ever seen an Auburn team play, and I expect big things from the Tigers. The other Tigers in Clemson sit at number 11. They have a 20-4 and record right now. They jumped up from number 16 last week to go above Duke in the ACC. They're still trailing Virginia, who's number one on this list, but Clemson is looking like a better team than Duke and North Carolina, which I don't think anyone would have suspected in the preseason. The Blue Devils end up at number 12. They drop from number 9. They had a win over Georgia Tech last week, but their record is 20-5 and right now. They've had some losses that should have been easy wins, and Duke is still kind of finding some chemistry with all their young talent. I talked about them earlier. They're a number 2 seed in the early seeding, and we'll see if they stay a 2 or if they get bumped up to a 1 or drop to a 3. At number 13 is the Kansas Jayhawks, which is kind of a lucky number for them. 13 is how many Big 12 championships they've won. They're hoping for number 14, but I'm so surprised that Texas Tech has been beating them out. They could still win. They're still a great team. They've had some really tough games, kind of like Duke, when they should have easily won, but they have a 19-6 and record right now, and we'll see how far the Jayhawks can go. Number 14 is North Carolina. Last week, I talked about North Carolina, and I said they don't deserve to be in the top 25 unless they can beat Duke, and that's what they did. They jumped from number 21 to number 14 this week. They have a 19-7 and record. They're still not looking quite like the team last year that won, of course, because they lost so many players, but Joel Berry is one of the best senior guards in the league, and Luke May is doing amazing things down low. At number 15 is St. Mary's. They dropped from number 11 to number 15 this week. They have a 24-3 and record. They had a close game against Gonzaga. It was a home game for them. I thought for sure they'd win it, but they just couldn't stop the speed of the Bulldogs. St. Mary's does have one of the highest percentages in all of college basketball when it comes to shooting anywhere on the court. So if St. Mary's gets open, they're going to knock down shots. They're going to rack up the score. They just need to learn how to play a little bit tighter defense on some of these quick teams. At number 16 is Rhode Island. They're slowly moving up this list. They were 18 last week, 16 this week. They have a 20-3 and record. They've only lost three times, but we have to remember the Atlantic 10 isn't quite as hard as some of these other conferences. It reminds me of the West Coast Conference, but I think Rhode Island could easily beat St. Mary's and Gonzaga. They're a better team than both, in my opinion, and they might be one of those teams I have sneaking into the Elite Eight round. At number 17 is Arizona. I'm surprised that they're so low, even though the committee said they'd be a four seed as of right now. They're not even in the top 16 of this top 25 list, but they made it in the top 16 list of the NCAA committee's early release. They dropped a few spaces from 13 last week. They really need to get things together, especially for me. If I think that they're still going to go to the final four like I predicted in the preseason, they need to step it up. At number 18 is Tennessee. They're also a number four seed I talked about earlier. They were 15 last week and dropped this week. They're 18-6 and six right now, and they're not the team I thought would be leading the SEC along with Auburn. But those two teams have been playing really well this year. 
At number 19 is Wichita State. The Shockers were highly praised in the preseason and earlier on in the season, but now it's kind of died down. They're 19-5. and They need to be playing better in the AAC. It'll most likely be them and Cincinnati in their conference championship game, which will be good, but things just aren't looking the same for Wichita State as they did at the beginning of the season. The Mountaineers come in at number 20. They dropped one space this week from number 19 last week. They have an 18-7 and record. West Virginia has not been going the way that I thought they would be. Both Virginia and West Virginia play very similar types of basketball, in my opinion, but Virginia has been able to execute more offensively lately, and West Virginia, although they have a great defense, they just can't seem to get shots to fall for them. At number 21 is Texas A&M. They're back on this list. They've been unranked for a couple weeks now, but they're slowly coming back up in the SEC. I can also see them taking a stab at that conference championship game, but like I said earlier, Tennessee and Auburn have been leading the pack there, and I also have faith in Florida. The Gators aren't on the top 25, but I'm hoping that they can do well in their conference championship to make it into the tournament. At number 22 is Michigan. They're still behind Purdue and Michigan State in the Big Ten, and they got bumped down two spaces on this week's rankings. But they're another one of those teams that could easily get an upset early in the tournament. At number 23 is Oklahoma. They were 17 last week, and they dropped down a few spaces. Trey Young has had off and on days. When he's on, though, sometimes they still lose. They've done better playing as a team lately, but they need to step it up. I'm surprised they're so low on this list, and yet still a number four seed in the early release of the top 16. But I think they have the potential. I would not be surprised, though, if Oklahoma ended up not getting a 1, 2, 3, or 4 seed in this year's tournament, and even losing early in March. At number 24 is Nevada. They're leading the Mountain West. They still need to fight off Boise State to win that conference, but they have a 21-5 record right now, and when they win the conference, they'll be in the tournament, and who knows how far they'll go. Rounding off the top 25 is Arizona State. The Sun Devils are back on the top 25 list. They haven't been ranked for a few weeks now. They had a great run early on in the season when Trey Holder was leading that team to greatness, but then they kind of fell off. They have a 19-6 record right now. I imagine they'll get into the tournament, especially if they're in the Pac-12 Conference Championship, but they'll have to beat teams like USC, UCLA, and of course the Arizona Wildcats. Well, that's the top 25 for Week 15, also the top 16 from the NCAA's Division I Men's Basketball Committee. We have less than a month to go. I'm excited for those brackets to be released. I'm looking forward to going to the games there in Boise. Keep watching. Anything can happen from here on out. And let me know what you think. Find the My25 Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Just like My25 Podcast. Also subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts. Tell your friends and family if they're college basketball fans. Also let me know what you think, who you think is going to win. Email me at my25podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. You've been listening to the My25 Podcast with David Payne. Find My25 on Facebook and Twitter. Just like at My25 Podcast and make sure to subscribe for updates each week.